0: hello welcome to toffee tv it is the final word everton three burnley nil in the carabao cup and joined by jack i am joined by mike to talk about what was a pretty pretty relaxed evening apart from if you were trying to get in which was wasn't very good but there you go jack (coughs) you were there last night
1: yeah, it was good to be there to witness just a relaxed, capable, confident performance mm. for once. You know, we spoke about this on the live before and, you know, while it was a good performance and probably one of our better season, it didn't feel particularly groundbreaking. Mm. It didn't feel like this was out of character for the Seventeen team. You know, we went in there expecting to win, win quite comfortably, yeah. and we did. And it's good that we're slowly getting back to that, that we are having these performances where you can go, Everton should win this. Yeah.
0: And then they actually win. Yeah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And they think, you know, we need a bit more of that and we're slowly starting to get that a bit, aren't we?
0: Yeah, it did did feel like a very um, run-of-the-mill 3-0 win last night, mate. But it has felt... Those kind of games have been missing for a long time, haven't they? You're confident before you go in, You know you're the better team. You know it's all about the performance. You're just hoping there's no stupid slip ups or oh. cock ups or Michael Keane. Um <laughs> and and, it, and and we got the job done in a in a pretty routine fashion. Yeah. For for um for a a Wednesday night in, in November.
2: He started with the lineup, didn't it? Yeah, I think the lineup came through and it was
0: it was good to see
2: us take the competition seriously. It's something mm. I've bemoaned for years yeah. because you know, certainly under the Moyes time when we were sort of constantly sort of safe within the league, you were never fighting relegation. More mm. predominantly not. So it was a competition that you just felt like, just take Why it seriously. Why not for it? Yeah, it, mm. it just yeah. it always. I've never been able to understand it. And for a competition we've never won in our history, yeah. I, I find it like mad. So like I, I really thought it refreshing to see a good yeah.
0: strong starting lineup. No, it wasn't. I think we heard early on, and well, it wasn't yeah when Michael Silva was. Was the manager the the term acceptable loss was coined and yeah the the carabao cup or whatever format's insane in the last since, since moise went but like you did mention moise it's been almost like where we experiment or because we've always had this thing i think in the last sort of maybe in the last couple of years but seeing in the moise you had europe a lot of not all the time but you had europe and you had new signings and then you had the Carabao Cup, and it always felt like you had to play your new. We'd bring people in the summer, and they wouldn't get an opportunity straight away. And this was always the best place to bed them in, and almost that thing as well if you've got a couple of decent young players, and you feel like you need to bed them in because that's what everybody else does. But what you're forgetting is the level of their players is so much better, or they've gelled more because they've played maybe they've played in the early rounds of their European competition or whatever it is, and. We've all it. It's always seemed to have fallen through the cracks, and certainly because we normally we'd get knocked out maybe in the our first round or our second round. But he seems to be taking it seriously, and 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 listen when we played, I think when we played Doncaster, we did make changes. It was we were expected to win that game, but but I think the penny may have dropped at last time when we were absolutely terrible in the first half. We've gone to Villa. And we've put a decent team out, even though the formation was slightly mm. different. Um, and it 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 got to the point last night where you're looking at a home tie, tie chance to get into the quarterfinals um, with a few decent teams still left in it. And obviously we've got Fulham. And yeah, you're absolutely right that we need that confidence, don't we? We need those home victories. And the side you put out last night, really when you look at it, Ashley Young comes back. And you can argue that he's a first-team player. Mm. He's not coming back into the side as a squad player, he's coming back in as a first team player, I do think the corey needed resting, um, and he played Dan Juma, which it didn't really work.
1: But Jack just on the changes, obviously going stronger at this stage is an important thing. Yeah, definitely. Like Mike said, it's a, there's no reason not to give this competition a go. You know, We're not out of the woods in terms of safety in the league, but there's other more obvious candidates for that, yeah. isn't there? And at the moment, we're in a good place. So we should absolutely be going for this, especially for a cup, like you say, we haven't won in our history. I actually thought he was going to go a little bit weaker than he did. I thought he'd go strong, but I was expecting Beto to start. Yeah. And I yeah. thought the core eight would probably miss out, but then I thought maybe Quay comes into the team. Any changes the makeup of the midfield. Yeah. Dan Juma seemed to say it as well, but I thought maybe one of the wings had come out. McNeil yeah. had looked a bit tired at the weekend in the game before. I thought he struggled getting into the game, and mm. Harrison's not long back from injury, so I thought Dan Juma probably comes in out wide. But, mm. yeah, he, he played behind Calvert-Lewin, didn't he? Didn't have his best game. I think role role's just so hard to replicate yeah. for anyone who's not Decorey, mm. because it's just so specific to what the core is good at which mm. what he's good at he's very good at but he's not a well-rounded yeah. player so it's difficult for Dan Juma to replicate that but he'll have other chances in his preferred position maybe. yeah
0: definitely do you think Mike at this stage of the of the season as we're starting to find what our best 11 is and obviously that has changed with Onana sort of changing his position to a, or, to a proper number six now and we're seeing the best of them. Yeah. Um James Garner finally getting that role in centre midfield Nicolenko looking quite strong, uh, Jack Harrison on the right, the Cameroon back up front. Do you think it's important to keep keep that continuity because we don't play three games a week. We play normally weekend to weekend. Obviously, December's going to be hectic, but do think it's really important to just keep this continuity now to find that level that we're at? And obviously, we saw that on Sunday by keeping as many of those players on the pitch for as long as we could.
2: Yeah, I think... You know, if you put out a weak side and, you, and we bow out to that competition <clears throat> in a disappointing home yeah. defeat, it then just ramps up the pressure to the yeah, weekend, yeah. doesn't it? Um, so th- there was not a lot to, to gain in putting out a weak yeah. side in, in some degree. Um, and I like what he's done. Obviously, we've got comfortable, but then made the changes, mm. take a few off, bring a few players on. Um, obviously, he's given the opportunity to give Dan Juma some game time. And, real, and realistically, you know, I know it's not his preferred position, but he's got to be grasping that, has isn't he? A lot more than, than what he than what he'd done last night. Yeah. um You know that that's the type of game you would like to see. Okay, he wouldn't be playing in that role the, the exact same way the Corey would. But I'd like to see him get it on the ball and and sort of sitting in that ten pocket mm. of space and, and showing for it. But he just seemed I don't know a little bit a little bit lost in there. Yeah,
0: that, I'm glad I'm glad he played in there. I'm glad he I'm glad he got a go with it. Like it must again. Me and Jack were talking earlier on the live show we did on, on the, uh, it's obviously premiered. The core of his role is so specific. You know, we saw that when he went out the side last year, when he got suspended. It's very difficult to replicate. He's a midfielder and he's a second striker because mm. he can get around the pitch. I know a lot of people point out his faults, but it's the things he can do, right? The way he gets around the pitch, the way I know he's and he's not always great on the ball, but he, he, he he's, he's got physicality, He's he's uh, he's decent in our box most of the time, um, and he, he he has a threat as well. That's hard to replicate. Mm-hmm. Dan Juma certainly not like for like because I don't think he's got those defensive responsibilities, and that's why he's not getting in the side on the left hand side. But I do think with with December coming up and the prospect of losing the core eight in January, I mean, that's that's not that's not absolutely nailed on that he will go to the African Nations or how long he's there or how many games he'd miss, but. You have to, I suppose, look at though that in 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 isolation and go well. Actually, every single other position in our pitch was sorted. We've we've played Michalenko and Ashley Young. We've played Ashley Young and Patterson, and we've got Coleman to come back. That's you know what everyone can do there. Centre back, we want this two to continue, but we know we've got Premier League experience on the bench. We've got. We've got terrifying, it enough. is terrifying. It is terrifying. I don't want to think about it. Um, we've got centre midfielders where we basically they've all played, so we all know what we're going to get from them. Harrison's consistent, McNeil. We've had we've got Dom now. We've had a, you know we know what we know what Beto is and what he can maybe what he can be. But that role in isolation is a role that is like no one's been tested in there, no one knows what, what you know. I think he'd more likely change the shape of the team. Then have that role, so I do think it was good to see Dan Juma. and I understand why it didn't work for him last night. But I do also think it's good that he's had sixty minutes to go. Right, what do I have to do? And then you can then analyze that then with all the videos and stuff, rather than this idea of he didn't <clears throat> play, and then everyone goes, no one like he doesn't like Dan Juma. Mm. There's a problem there. So I think him getting having an hour and us winning three 0 both positives for me. I mean, obviously winning 3-0 is always a yeah. positive. But I think the Dan Duma situation, Jack, is, that's a positive that he played, even though he wasn't great.
1: Yeah, and I think Dan Duma will probably come in the team for Decore again at some point in the near future, whether it be AFCON, like yeah. you say, or just fixture pile-up or, you know, even an injury to Decore. But it's about maybe we find a different variation on that role yeah. that Dan Duma can play. Maybe it's a case of he operates a bit more on the left and it's McNeil who comes in and fills that space in the middle when mm. we need the body in there. I don't think you can replicate that exact role mm. with Dan Juma because, you know, Decore at times he's a second striker, at times he's a bit more of a six as well. Yeah. Dan Juma's not that type of player, not many players in the world do that, he's a very unique lad, Decore. Mm. But it's just about finding a variation, a different spin on it, That isn't it? That, OK, you can still get the effectiveness of it, someone making those runs from deep. And getting on the ball, but okay, how do you also fix the other side of it, the more defensive side, and I think that maybe could be McNeil, especially for his hard work that yeah. replaces that side that we get from corey mm. Gives you options, doesn't it? I think,
2: you know, it looked it looked to me obviously Garner and Onana didn't necessarily break as much as they have done in no. the last the last few games, albeit Onana yeah. obviously with a goal, but which which is the, the the variation in that formation, isn't it? Because you know they can break him. The or he'll sit if if needs be. But don't like you say. Look, Dan Juma needs game time. He mm-hmm. needs to get integrated in, into the squad. He's got assets to to, um, to to add to the team and certainly coming on uh, off the bench and stuff like that in, in Premier League games. So all round, it was you know it was good to see him get the minutes. Again, like I said, I would like to see a little bit more out of him, and and hopefully that will that will come over the over the coming weeks but and you... as he gets used to what the managers
0: want as well. Yeah, and you've got it. A you've got to push players haven't you and say mm. this is what I... Sean dice is on there <laughs> you know he doesn't have to pick players he's got them it's up to them isn't it if Dan Jumo fancies staying at Everton longer than this season it's up to him to prove it to us mm. we're not we haven't got loads of money we you know it's a, it's a good move for us and it's a good move for him but he's got to prove it at the end of the day there's there's no none of these players have got a right to play none of them should be you know, none of, he, can Dan Juma bang on the door of the manager's office and say, I deserve to start? No, he, can, no, he doesn't. He's got to prove it in games like that. And the managers give him a, a little taste of that. You know, and that's, to me, it's maybe now in another game, maybe on Saturday, if if the corey after 70 minutes looks like he needs a rest, can Dan Juma come on and do that job? Will he have learned enough from last night to come and do that job? I, I don't know, because I don't think he particularly did that much. I think he had like 17 touches in the entire yeah. game. Um, and it was slightly different because it, it was a little bit like Villa. Of when we played Villa, obviously we had the we almost had like a square midfield, didn't we? You know, two, the two behind, the two in front, with the with the wing backs. Last night was again those two sitting in with him ahead, knowing he ain't coming back to well. So we've got to sit, and it worked. It works. It's a, it's more of a natural two. Maybe that's you know again. I don't know if they're. The, I think those who shoot it more than this again because he gets he gets attracted to the ball. He wants to go and win the ball because that's his that's his role. But we'll see what happens. But mm. he's got to prove he's got to if he wants to play in the Premier League, he's got to prove to us that he can get on the side. Where else is he going to go? You know, that's it. if you're not getting into the Everton side that which is not an incredible Everton side. Then you're going to struggle. But you know, listen the game. It started quite slowly. They love having the ball. The goalie, the their goalie was uh, interesting. Some of the some of the some of the passes he was making <laughs> would would give me a heart attack. Yeah,
1: yeah. You know what? though? I think there's a lot of appreciation for that keeper from the Burnley fan base. Yeah, so it yeah. It seems like from their fans, sat by their fans. So we had a lot of them, and there was a lot of chance for him, and i are um, seeing a lot on Twitter as well saying they want him. In the Premier League over the new lad they've got, Trafford, yeah, yeah, the Traffield, young yeah. lads, but he, he's erratic, I think yeah. you can say, can't oh,
0: he? He? he played passes, I'd say, that other people didn't see. <laughs> yeah. um, no, no, it's like he was just, just like, and, and don't get me wrong, Pickford was the same last night. He was mm-hmm. playing passes that our players weren't thinking of. And sometimes that makes him look <laughs> stupid, but do you know what I mean? It's like he's playing yeah. them. It's on a higher wavelength. Maybe. <laughs> Nobody's playing like sweeping passes over there and like people are just not onto it. And I think their goalie last night was like almost trying to get them going so quick. That players were like, can't steady that. Yeah, yeah. Um but listen, it it was a quiet sort of sort of feel yourself into a game. But we've we've took the lead, you know, it's a we've recycled the ball, got it in and, and Dwight McNeil's put a a good cross, which he should do because no one's even yeah, trying no one's to trying, stop
2: him. Standing it up,
0: and James Tarkowski stayed up and has found the corner. And from their point of view, it looked like it looked like a training session where you you're actively encouraging people to do that. From our point of view, it's a good goal. Obviously, the Burnley connection shut their fans up. But I mean, I don't understand why their fans were booing um, McNeil. When we were told he was, they said he was rubbish and they were they had better players and they had made money on him and all this. But I don't know, you do that, you just do that sometimes, it's pantomimony. But he shut them up with that. Mm. And uh, we took the lead, Jack, and, and we never really looked back after that. It and was, it was nice to see, first of all, it was nice to see someone like James Tarkowski score, score in open player like that.
1: Yeah, definitely. He doesn't often get the opportunity to do it, mm. does he? And I think it'd be a very frustrating, frustrating goal to concede if you're a Burnley fan, mm. especially given the context of you playing against the Sean Dyche, you old manager, and that's probably not the type of thing that happened yeah. very often under him. You know, it starts from a set piece. We keep the ball. Dwight McNeil's put under no pressures. He puts a decent ball into the box. And I know they've got their own way of doing things now and, you know, they'd like to have all of the ball and that's all good, but there's no reason to compromise on your basics, on your yeah. fundamentals, like that passage of play was. I don't think we can see that goal. I think it was a lack of organisation. Yeah. It was a lack of being switched on from the day in the to either get out of the cross no. or attack the ball coming in.
2: Because there was a moment as well when it comes back out to get recycled. Tarkovsky, you see that moment where he nearly goes to run back. But they realise there's no Burnley players yeah, push yeah. forward, and then things so are actually will into the, the box. And then obviously, yeah, you know, McNeil stood it up, but it's a great header to generate that pace because there's no pace on that ball. Yeah, yeah. The, he's no, generated all I himself. think it was it
0: James Garner who puts the switch back in. Puts into, it and yeah, Puts yeah. it back know, in. And, that, it's the right and again, it's yeah. that thing of like, we cycle on the ball. <clears> even if they win the ball, we've got a good a play in a good area. And again, like said, yeah, it's a good header. And it's at the right time as well, 13 minutes in it. Cause it's funny. We've some again. We've been jacked on before. It's funny. The crowd sometimes can be in cup games. It's a different crowd, different atmosphere. At yeah. time. A lot of young people, of kids going. We've never been before. You know, first game for loads of people. There's a lot of excitement generated. Um, there's not maybe the arlars is getting upset, like me, <laughs> um, getting upset at every little thing. It's a lot more patient. but you do. You also you're on the flip side of that, it, if there is a lot of people who have never gone to the match before, they don't they have an idea of what it's going to be in their head. Yeah. So if you can score quite quickly, it's like, oh, is it like this all the time? <laughs> and it keeps them interested and keeps keeps the, and We did we scored the right time because I think it it just took it it, it took the wind out of their sails. Certainly their fans, they went very quiet after that, and it just gives you that little bit of breathing room. And I, I thought I thought personally at one 0 last night. It wouldn't have surprised me if the game had finished at one nil. Mm. Um, just by, they looked so happy to just pass it round and then give it back to us, like almost like, look, boss, we've completed ten passes. Didn't yeah. get anywhere. It felt Everton under Martinez. Yeah, yeah. Felt very like just
2: they've got no plan
1: of what they would or it didn't look like they had the plan of you what they were trying a to plan do. have got a centre forward, yeah. but they had a situation in the second half. I think where they played a little triangle between the three of them, and then they were like. Where do we go what now? They so they played it longer, and I think back towards their own goal and nearly yeah. put themselves in trouble. I think yeah. McNeil nearly nicked it. And it is situations like that where they were almost having the ball just for the sake of having yeah. it. Yeah, and yeah, I think they ended up
0: with 60-odd percent possession. We've hit the sweet spot again, around the 37% mark. Yeah, and again, I are, fine. Yeah. I'm happy with that all day. And the irony was, it was about 10, 15 minutes where they started to come into it, wasn't it? And it was simply because they started playing counter-attacking football, getting it out of their right wing quicker, trying to pull us or almost pull us into you were trying obviously we were they were trying to break through the press and I think they did a couple of times, but they just they, they went wide to the right and they had a lot of pace there and they, they made a couple of nervy moments, one where James Garner's had to come back and clear one clear yeah, one out. Well. But that just shows you that. What they're trying to do and maybe what can work for them are two different things. And sometimes you just think, why are you doing all this stuff? I mean, playing to our hands, we were like, there. It was nice to see us play like a team that were like, we we're, we're quite calm here because we we know. I think I think we know as a fan base and we know as a team. We're quite happy with other teams having a lot of the ball.
2: We don't want to have the ball, do we? Let's. We've seen that happen already this season. When we've got the ball, we we look. And that's probably the next stage where we, this team needs to develop and evolve into is we look devoid of ideas of how to break teams down we are a counter attacking side mm. and and you know from um, Burnley's perspective you know the manager for them has got that massively wrong because i suppose i don't know moving away from your philosophy or whatever but if i was them you know like I say you would you would almost sit in let Everton have the ball mm. let the crowd get a little bit restless use your pace out wide and get at them but Thank God they didn't. They just they literally played in, into our hands perfectly, mm-hmm. and and counter tackle football is how we'll how we'll score goals. You know, I think once we, once we've got the ball and we we do, that's where we are lacking that little bit of creativity, maybe. And and, and but stuff. I
0: think the difference is, is where they've got no creativity or they didn't have any creativity, and they keep on trying to hit, 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 hit head with it. It it it's a you know the it. We don't do that. I think we are, we go, well, we're prepared to go long then. Mm. We're prepared to. I mean, there's a lot, pick for that a lot of the ball. seen in that first half last night, a lot going back to We were trying to get out and they were they were putting the press right up and sometimes it went into a nanny. But if we just go back to him and just go long to Dom, because when I don't think we are, I don't think we are naive to go. Oh, we'll just keep doing this and keep doing it and keep mm. doing it like we did under Lampard, or like you've seen there doing, or what you like, like we saw against Bournemouth, how they played against us. We have got that realization, I think, that we're and I and I, 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 all in, we think we've all bought into this fan base and team and everything. We'll just go long, mm. and people can go, Oh, you use a long ball team. I couldn't care less. It long if we're not getting, I don't want to see any of our players get caught with the ball on the edge of the box. If it's not, if you can't break through the lines, then don't. Just go long. I think mean, that's where some of these teams like Burnley and Bournemouth, and maybe they just don't have the personnel to go long. But it's like the sake of passing, you're going to get caught. And if you do get caught, there's so much quality out there now that it's going to hurt you. I
2: the think... irony is they don't have the personnel to play short, sure, though, no. do they? Yeah. Like the centre backs look terrified. Yeah. You know, like, and, and when you watch some of these teams. And they're forced to play in a way, and the centre backs and, the, and, the, and the, the, um, the, the whoever's playing the six role, they just don't look comfortable in possession. Mm. So, it's strange. But like I say, I'd rather just focus on what on what we're doing and we're we're doing. We've got some sort of set game plan now, mm. and we? we've got a level of consistency to what what we're trying to achieve. You know, I think we've had that under Lampard certainly, and under Dice, I would say last season, we couldn't really say what we were trying to do i don't think anyone could say you know what 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 are we what is everton but it feels like we're starting to understand what a sean dice everton is going to look like um moving forward and and it's it's got that the elements for me personally anyway that that i like to see in an everton you know aggressive in terms of how you can be aggressive in modern day football energetic work rate um and playing to your strengths mm. you know i i don't like personally i don't like sitting there watching ball pass 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 round the back i like to see passing it, i like to see passing like through yeah. the lines um but if it's not on just i don't mind hitting the corner yeah. and getting someone chasing after it no problem at all
1: no you can never do it just for the sake of doing it can you? and i think that's why it's such a big topic of conversation mm. after this game because being the other side that are trying to force yeah. it we've had managers who've tried to force it and it's not worked and now we're a lot more realistic but what we can see is our pathway to victory, our pathway to goals. We know we're going to be good on the counter-sach. We know we've got set pieces as well. And, yeah, we could be a little bit better on the ball. It would be nice to know we could break a team down if yeah. we had to. But we're not trying to force it when we know it's not our most successful yeah. pathway to victory. It's not the best cards in our deck.
0: I don't. I don't think we've got... We don't really have the personnel, do we? Ah, that we don't have a playmaker. We don't have someone. People might think that's what James Garner is. I don't think he is that. I think he's a, he's an effective centre midfielder who's good on the ball, but he's not a play because he's no. not. He's never high enough no, no. up the pitch to open teams up. So it's something obviously. i saying
2: have... you, would want to see that Dan Juma doing that. In, in
0: I that. don't think he's got it. Either. No, I don't... No, not know, but that's what I'm saying. I think that's it's a very particular to. skill set, and it's let's be honest, it's. To open up teams, you have to be a very good footballer. The only there's only James Madison's one of very few doing it in the Premier League, and yeah. obviously we had Hamas Rodriguez and Gilfie Sigurdsson at the same time just doing it for us. Yeah, and you need almost a lot of energy around them, and we saw that with both of those players. But it's a very particular skill set that we don't have, so there's no point. Yeah, there's totally no agree. point. We've got a position for it where the core is, but again, it's like I just don't think we've got that, so there's no point trying to do it. I'm quite happy with the, with the hybrid, I think, because I think we do try and play football, in certain areas of the pitch. But as I said, if it's not working, I don't think we labour on it. I think we just go right. We know what we're good at. We're good at getting the knockdowns off Dom, or We're good at going wide to our to our to obviously our two wide men, and going through those places. And I think there's a I think fans would rather know. What your plan is even if that plan doesn't seem like amazing or man city start whatever it is you just want to know what your plan is and then you can then i think there's a calmness at the calmness then of when you're doing something or when you're watching it you can see the plan unfolding and i think that that because far too and even the, i mean especially this season gone the match and gone what are we trying to do what are we trying? and the manager comes out and says this is what we're trying to do and you're like i didn't see that and because we're all we've had two years of Hell in many ways, haven't we? Yeah. We have had two yeah, years of absolutely. hell and that's just not on the pitch. That's not just us being. We expect this. It's on and off the pitch we've had. Whereas I, I did I do think in the last two or three games and then thinking back to the other games, you go, Yeah, you can see it. Like a magic eye. Magic. Mm. Starting to we're all starting to see it now. What dice has been saying. I know some other people have got more faith or more patience or love them at Burnley. I don't know. But you were starting to see it now, and and, and obviously we so we got in obviously we got in nil nil. I think they that petered out for them, didn't it? Quite quickly, mm. um what they were trying to do. But we came out second half, and we just continued doing what we were doing. And again, it was another, it was another set piece. This time to the uh, this time straight from a corner to the back post, knocked down, and Onana is is there to just get the final touch on it. It was nice to see him get a goal uh, because he's been playing really well recently. Looks really settled in his role as well. Not doing anything stupid, just doing what he needs to do. And it was nice to see us just score like a goal like this where it's a knockdown. We react quicker. Yeah, we got Johnny on the spot to put it in. Yeah, exactly, yeah.
2: I think it's interesting, isn't it? Well, not interesting, but it's, it's pretty obvious. But it's getting to that stage where you can do it from Dice's perspective. But it's obvious people are just playing in the position. You know, like... Onana is now looking a better player. He's playing when he should play. Mm. Um, Mike look looking better, but he's not getting asked to go over the the halfway line. You know, like he's come up with a way of using him to with the best of his ability. Yeah. James Garner's now playing in centre midfield. He's not a right right winger. Um, you know, and it's suddenly it's a case of, you know, those 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 players are now getting settled. They're making partnerships as well, and I think that's massive. You know, in, in certainly in the lower half of, of the Premier League. If you can get those partnerships going, you can suddenly move up the table pretty comfortably because, you know, the 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 quality level down there, people can't just chop and change players and, and have that. So if we can get that that level of consistency with people people playing in positions and understanding the roles and you can just see that coming game by game and obviously having a having a Almost fully fit, Dom. I mean, he, Dice is still saying there's still more to come from him. He's just massive, and it just shows you, obviously, the last couple of years what we've lacked. Yeah, we're not having him because he's, I, I think, he's been the last six weeks. I think he's been absolutely awesome. And I think it's even not even just from a goals perspective, his all round play, he actually looks like he's improved. I would say from from the, the Calvert Lewin who yeah. got the goals, I know I what think you mean. He now looks a better footballer, all round better player. Yeah. Um, also ball up a lot better runs the channels miles better than he did um and yeah just, just he's one of you know he's the focal mm. point isn't he um so it, it's all you can see it all just starting to to come together bit, bit by bit and it was never going to be dramatically quick because like you say you haven't got the players but what what's also good looking at it is it's a young squad isn't it and it's a young starting mm. 11 in, in comparison to a lot of teams so there's a lot there's a lot of there's a lot of positive you know yeah. like there's obviously we, we know where we're at and we know there's certain areas and we get an injury to a centre back but there's, there's a little bit of concern there you know he seems to have a little bit of a blind spot does he for, for young you know the young coming back in you know, a surprise mm. that I'll be honest I thought Patterson would have kept his, kept his place at his age I thought he could have done three games in a week um, but it just yeah it just feels like it's going going in the right direction.
1: I think you advance things a lot more sometimes by keeping it simple, mm. don't you? Because if you play players in roles they understand, don't ask them to do things they don't understand, you don't make as many mistakes. Yeah. And then you're up against less hardships, and, you know, oh, no, and the ability's always been there, but so many games passed him by last oh, year. Oh, massively, yeah. He had some really strong performances, and those were also the games where he was playing a lot deeper as well. And he it, it reminds me a, a little bit of Fellaini not in the sense that they're just both tall Belgian midfielders but I think when Fellaini (laughs) came to Everton there was a bit of a misunderstanding of his role as well that is went the other way he was getting played deeper and we found out he was better off at the other end I think with O'Nana, sort of looked at him for oh he's tall and you know he's decent Mm -hmm. on the ball so he, he can be a bit like that and he can maybe push a bit higher up the pitch he's a defensive midfielder mm-hmm. and he's really good at yeah. it and I think he deserved a goal last night yeah, I don't yeah. even think last night was the best game he's had in recent I weeks it was very easy
0: for him last night mm-hmm. if I'm honest let's just have a look at uh, his numbers from last night Anytime? no I mean that's, that's, that's a completely changed. different <laughs> <that> player <laughs> a completely different player thanks Ned Uh one goal pass accuracy, ninety-one percent, two tackles, uh one key pass, uh and his jewels. What what's his jewels, Ned? Five Five, out of six. Five out of six. Sorry, there's a big thing over the thing. Uh five I I just thought it was dead easy for him last night, if I'm honest. I just thought he played in that role so seamless seamlessly that he didn't really have to get out of second gear a lot of time. And that's again, that's another really good thing to see is that He understands that role so easily that in a game like this, I'm not saying that's going to be like that every game, but in a game like this, he didn't have to really break sweat.
1: No, he's had games where he's had to do more, hasn't he? You know, West Ham, the other day was a big example, and he really commanded that midfield. I think at times, especially in the first half, the midfield bypassed, um, sorry, the game bypassed our midfield at times. They weren't necessary to a degree. But every time O'Nana was called upon, he did his job right. And I think the same goes for James Garner as well. Mm. And those two are developing a good little relationship on the pitch. And I'm a big fan of Adresa garner Gway, And, you know, maybe it's a shame if his Everton is coming to an end. But we do have a very functional midfield partnership at the moment. And, like you say, two young lads as well who can either be here for years and keep building that partnership or, you know... If they do leave, there's good money to be made. But well, the good thing
2: is, is that like with with the gay situation, is obviously, you know, with the ages coming to, you do need to have that progression away from. He's that a
0: contract in the year?
2: But he but he come on, and you know, he had a good impact when he came on onto the game. Yeah. You know, and and you know, as 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 complimentary as we are about the starting eleven we've got right now, the reality is that ain't gonna stay fit all all season or, you know, oh. not get suspended. So these other players will still be involved and will be useful and, and I've just said kind again of there'll be games where where he'll be vital yeah. to them and stuff. But you've got to have them partnership. I think, certainly with, with a smaller squad. And yeah, I, I just think it's
0: that midfield looks a lot more balanced. I think that's the spine of read. the team looks looks a lot better. I think it's a spine that's now played you know, the majority of the um, the game since things sort of started to turn in 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 many ways for us. You know, you've got say Jordan Pickford, you've got the two centre backs, you've got O'Nana, Garner, and James Garner in there with them now, and Dominic Apple doing up front. And then that's that's a real consistent spine, mm-hmm. you know. And, and ter- in terms of you just want you want that to go forward. And it, you're right, if it's just a Garner guy asked. Does coming for some games, you know, he's not really going to let you down. I don't think he was doing bad before. Before he went out, the team It's just a different. James Garner's just got a different skill set, and there has to be a crossover. I'm going back to what you said before about Ashley Young. Maybe that's what the manager's thinking with Ashley Young. Maybe he thinks there's going to be a crossover with Nathan Patterson, and that just hasn't happened yet. Mm. I think we'd all rather have Nathan Patterson on the side because we think that he my, does. It, he does. Issue... There's no. There isn't a. There isn't necessarily a drop off with Nathan Patterson. It's just you, the manager just trusts. He wants that experience in this in a young with play with the yeah younger th- i think it's
2: the, the issue with the, the the young one for from an event fans perspective is probably similar to the michael keane one is Where there seems to be a little bit of a a blind spot where we understand the experience has, but, but he's not using that to his advantage yeah. in, in the games he's, he's making rash decisions don't not, not talk about last night by the way just in general he's making rash decisions you know and and you're looking at it and you're thinking, would Patterson do any worse? And the reality is, is no. But I know he's mm. obviously got the higher ceiling to, to progress, so that's probably where we're at. But tactically, look, let's let's just see the manager's got going to have options, mm. he's going to dip them in and out. And like you see, soon have
0: Seamus back in the equation as well. Yeah. So, and when we get to January, well, uh, when before we get to January, so when we get to December, and that's after the international break, it's it's just going to be non stop. And obviously, yeah. now we're into the next round, there's another game in there, I think it, you know, it's in between. Two big away games in in um, in in December, so there's plenty of games. Mm-hmm. Um, and you then,
2: use them higher up the pitch as well, can't you? Which you, which he obviously showed yeah, when the subs. We just want that play,
0: consistency. We've been so much talking, chopping and changing. You've got you've got like you said before. You've got players now like Michalenko who are finding a level of consistency because the guy in front of them staying the same and the guy to the right of them staying the same, that's hugely important. Yeah. You know, it's massively important in football. Knowing who the guy in front of you is, knowing you can trust the two centre-backs. I've got a partnership there, they can trust each other. The guy, they've got a guy in front of them, an O'Nana, who, who they trust with it. It's, it's all those little partnerships all over the pitch are coming mm. together now. And I think that's how you find consistency, by having a consistent team that works in a way that that helps each other. And it's the same, you know, the wide plays with, with Harrison on the right and McNeil on the left. And not the most, you know, they'll do a job for you. I I I thought Harrison last night from his final balls weren't great. Or never couldn't even get the ball in at times. Yeah. But you can understand what he's trying to do at least. And think like, well, if one of those comes off, he's probably going to put it in a really good area. Or the managers mentioned today in the press conference he's not fully fit yet. Mm. So again, that's another thing of it. Like when he gets up to that full full fitness you're going to get and maybe a slight difference to his level. and um, So, yeah, there's still a little bit more to come. And again, we're not sitting here saying, oh, we're going to be challenging for Europe or anything like that, but we oh, probably, 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 probably We will probably, be uh, we win know, the Cup. <laughs> yeah, once we're in the Cup, we we'll be, will. Be well. No, but I think for us, it's a big step, isn't it? Because of all, for, for every, you know, we want to get away, certainly, from people going, oh, Everton are five points above the drop zone to Everton are five points away from being... European contenders, that gap isn't that big, by the way, in terms of that either. Mm. You know, it's it, that is a mindset rather than anything else. That's that's simply a mindset from us and the outside world to start looking. But that that means winning. You'd be brightened at the weekend, you're four points behind them. Well if you that's it, if we be brightened at the weekend, then people might start looking at it like that, but then you've got to win those games before that happens, mm-hmm. before they will start something about like that.
1: Yeah, especially at this point of the season as well, because obviously it's more congested and mm-hmm. you can climb the positions higher and then, you know, you can make your own narrative then yeah. and that's amazing for the players and the football's a massive confidence sport, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. You get those players confident have them think, mean, hold on, like we could finish top half this year. Like we're there now. We yeah. can just maintain what we're doing, and you might get there, you might not, but you know, at least challenge him for that. You're doing better than challenging for staying in the league, aren't you? Absolutely. You're already yeah. operating in a higher bracket. Yeah, it just looks like there's more togetherness with the team as well. I don't know if you've noticed. No, look,
2: like, yeah, look,
0: yeah, they, they, know, like, they, they look, know, like they look like they know what they're trying to do. But, and, and I know important. it's corny but they do look like they believe in it don't they best friends forever
2: yeah. <laughs> <BFFs>. <laughs> but no, they look... believe in it because it's working yeah and that's it the results are coming on, on the pitch but I mm. think I think you know were sort of strange isn't it because we've gone through like you say what best part of two years mm. of pretty much every one of these videos it's just like you know, Jesus yeah. and Mayhem after Mayhem, and and it seems real, really serene to sort of just have these comfortable That's wins, it, isn't it? clean sheets, looking solid defensively, a way of playing, mm. and it, and it's strange how quickly that narrative can can change. And and look, it's it's on the players to keep that to keep that going. Yeah. But right now, I think everyone's behind it. And no, it you is. Know, if you don't believe in something, where well, you've got nothing to get behind. then must the And if more pu- play, football if team. more
0: players are pulling into that direction as well. That leaves very few on the outside, who are questioning it whether they're not playing or whatever. It's up to if everyone's like, well, that's on you, mate. We're all over here and we all believe in it. Yeah. If you don't, that's on you, and you're going to be the one who's not playing or who's on the outside. And maybe it was like the,
2: was like the Dobbin bringing the Dobbin, the Dobbin sub. He's brought him on. I just need to just make sure he's, yeah, he's involved. Yeah. Well I was just going to to come
0: on to the subs Obviously we scored in the 53rd minute It was another 15 minutes obviously Just to see how they responded And then we started making changes And obviously Dominic Carvalho went off Um, Beto came on Van Dune went off The came on But um, Beto Beto couldn't have tried Any harder To influence this game Because he was You could tell he was desperate. desperate Yeah but at the same time, by trying so hard, the ball just kept on bouncing off his knees.
1: And that's why he needs that goal so badly to just settle down and mm. to not have to try as hard and, you know, keep the work rates, but it's the mentality of I Need to score, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that shot he had that he blazed my as yeah. He never should have took that, no, yeah. Desperate for the yeah, goal. He had someone on the right, didn't he? Yeah, he was awesome, was it? and yeah. I think once he gets that goal, I think he will settle down a little bit. We know there's some quality there, yeah. he's shown it with the assist for the mm-hmm. third, but he just needs to get that little bit of self assuredness just to say, Look, I don't need to force this, it'll yeah. come because I'm good enough he's to play. He's raw, this isn't
2: team. he? But he's like you say, he's got that absolute desire to do well, which is great. But it's it's tempering than that to to being able to perform.
0: I think he's a he's a lot rawer than I thought he was. To be honest, I think when he came in and played the first game, come on half time played against Doncaster, and then how he played against Sheffield United, I thought I, I thought he was a, not a sure, I'm I, I'm trying to pick my words, like, but I, he is. He's got to settle down a little bit when he gets an opportunity because I think he he is trying too hard to force things i don't think that ever works mm. you're right if he plays that ball to i think it was was it jack harrison i think it was harrison yeah. if he plays that ball to jack harrison and jack harrison either shoots and scores or gives him it back, it back then down. he looks he looks brilliant because the, the the third goal he gets it he beats the fullback gets his head up and puts a great ball in and we score And everyone runs over to him like you deserve that mm. like you, you you deserve that for for Maybe out your training or what you what you've done just in this game, but everyone, the fans are no one's singing Ashley Young, Guardi. Why would you? But everyone's <laughs> everyone's singing for Beto because everyone wants Beto to do well. Yeah, you know everyone wants him to do well, and I think that's where he needs to just like calm down a little bit because, and I think this is why he didn't come on on Saturday or mm-hmm. Sunday, Sunday is that because the manager might be looking at him going, "You're you're." You're going to come on, and everything I've just told you is just going to be forgotten about. You're just going to come on and try and grab that ball and do something yeah. to finish this game off, where I need a cool head to go up front and just stretch them and not do tactically tactics, do what you takes. Hand. Yeah, and yeah. that's why he brought Chimiti on. Chimiti played and pushed them back like Domad, where, you could see, better wants to grab all the ball, he wants to turn, he wants to start running. That's fine, but in the Premier League, you ball lose that ball in the middle of the park. And everyone's set up going that way you can quickly find yourself on the back foot yeah and i think that's where tactically he just needs to calm down a little bit you're right he has got he's got the ability if you can get hold of the ball it's just that it will come for you mate you'll get more chance of opportunity playing for sean dyche if you're a little bit more calmer and you're a little bit more tactically switched on to what he wants
1: I hope the moment where he obviously gets the assist and the players come over and they go round them and yeah. they all say, well, played. I hope that is that almost watershed moment for him where he gets that bit of self-assuredness yeah. and then that is enough for him to slowly start calming down because... You've got to remember with Beto as well, he's only been coached at a high level for a couple of years. He's what, 25, 26, but only a couple of years ago he was playing in the lower Portuguese divisions, Mm -hmm. the levels in coaching and what he was getting there. yeah, Fishing
0: rats out of an air (laughs) Yeah,
1: um, it it just won't be the same to what he's had the last couple of years. So he he is almost playing catch up and for all of his career, he's going to be a little bit behind, you know, technically and just in terms of uh, how he sees the game. And he's always going to be a little little bit uncoached because he's Mm. had far less time of it than other players Which he's got
2: a balance of how he can use that to his advantage because Mm. that rawness and that unpredictability can be a massive strength as well to to have as a player. And it's how how he harnesses that. And and I'm sure he will, again, you know... We've, you know, people could Dice over, over the time he's been at Everton so far, but I do feel like he is coaching some players and improving some players as well. I think Michael and Coach I'll be honest, and until honest.
0: recently, I didn't think that. I, I looked at a lot of our players and thought they looked, they didn't look like they've improved. But for some reason, in the last like three weeks, you're right, mm. it has sort of just all come together. And I'm not being dramatic when I say that, by the way. I'm not going, everything's amazing. We're, look how good we are. What I mean is in the last few weeks... I just feel like the plan that Dyche had has all come together just by a little couple of things. It's a little piece of me and Onana dropping yeah. into the sixth role. Brantway, like, sort of everyone going. He is actually about. good, this lad, yeah. isn't he? It's not just a thing that he's coming to the team. Harrison adding a, not only width, but the ability to work backwards. And obviously, Dominic Carvalhoon. Getting that sharpness, and you're right. What you said before last night, he just looked like he, even though he didn't score, it was like I can, I could just like even the goal that got this allowed, mm. like it was like he bullies him, and then he and then he finished it superbly. There was a level there where it's yeah. like he, he just and looked the one where he up the ball through to Dan Juman and it just caught the defender. Yeah. There's like but little that, that things cool. like that where you just like in the last few weeks it has all come together and players do look like. They're confident. They do look like they believe it. And the third, like the third goal, obviously, it's a good individual and fair play to Ashley Young. You used to right, right, uh, midfield when Nathan Patterson comes on. And obviously, Garner come on with ten minutes to go as well, giving Onana a nice, a nice blow and you know, a nice clap and all that kind of thing. But it's good, great to see, like you know, more goals. Someone started. who's older than me. Get a goal at the Gladys. Street. <laughs> Someone get it. Well that's good that's great. That's good. I mean, you know, whether people want to win the side or not, that's brilliant. It's brilliant that he's got the hunger to want to get up there in the last minute and get that goal.
2: Absolutely. Look, I mean he had the chance earlier on as well, didn't he? And the keeper made a decent save. Yeah. Um Could have put it a bit more in the corner. But... Yeah. Yeah, he probably didn't take it the best, but got into those areas, hasn't he? I think Again, I think we all look at Ashley Young and think, from a squad perspective, he's 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 a good player to have around the squad, mm. and and he'll be useful over the course of the season, no doubt. I think, like I say, it's just that lack of, you know, well, the, the 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 wanting of getting passes in the teams probably just just where where we're all looking at him a little bit differently. But overall, I think like he's got that he's got the options. We to, to play right back, left back. You can play on the wing mm. for you. So he's got, he's going to add in, into the squad. Um, but from from the I don't know, the, the like the desire and the the team ethic of everyone. I don't know, it just seemed it seems like it's gone up a level. What it I really liked does. about
0: last night was right they were crap. And we knew they were crap. Yeah. And we went after them at the right moments. We didn't go after them like all the way, just being bam bam. It was like there was a calmness and a patience that we were a better side. Plan. And it was gonna it was gonna in the end it was gonna be very, very comfortable. when they were the moments in the first half like 10 minutes everyone will always have 10 minutes against you, no matter what level Mm. no matter what level they'll always it's what happens in those 10 minutes and far too many times this ever and everton team just recently it's my entire life (laughs) (laughs) in those 10 minutes something stupid happens and it's important that in those 10 minutes you don't let anything stupid happen by being just like settling everyone down and that's what it's nice to see i'm not going overboard like last night when we won i was like good we've won 3-0 a few days Mm. it's another home win back-to-back 3-0 home wins that's really important as well but it's just having that little bit of calmness and professionalism to win a game and go brilliant we've we've done that one tick on to the next one now um and again that's what that's all dice wants i think Mm. that's all he wants but it wasn't that long ago was it that looking for a win just found you couldn't see us getting
2: one could you you know like so to to, to to go from there to here mm. feels like, wow, that that has happened, like you say, pretty quickly in terms of everything just falling into place. So, look, they've just got the to... The manager won't now, say isn't. that
0: though, will really. he? The manager will just say, and I heard him again in the press conference last night, the manager was just like, this isn't a surprise to me because this is exactly how we were playing the first two games. We just didn't have strike a striker to put it in the back of the net. So to him, and it's, he's, he is absolutely right, he's got to have that level... We are fans. We are up and down, yeah, because it's it's our emotional state as well as everything else. But he's not allowed to have that emotional state. So he he he'll look at it and go, no, no. Yeah. And in fact, I think I heard him before in the press conference today's conference Say we're actually making less chances now and scoring more goals because we've become eff- efficient at what we're doing. That we're not looking for this ball or that ball, ball. So you know, that force, yeah. It? yeah. yeah. So it's
1: interesting and that to me is why why a lot of things have improved like you say O'Nana's nana's doing better michael doing better and such dominic calvert lewin is the biggest yeah, difference and all this for me and he's found that perfect balance between sort of the two stages of his everton career you know when he came into the team he'd he'd run his socks off but he wearing a goal scorer and you know he'd, he'd press and he'd run the channels not always very efficiently sometimes he'd overdo it and go missing a bit but that was his game yeah and then he became a penalty box striker, didn't he? And yeah. he wouldn't move from that area, from within yeah, the width of the, the box. And the problem, he's managed to combine both of that now. And now he's running, he's pressing. I think he gave their centre-backs a horrible time last night. But then he's got the goal-scoring form as well. He's such a cool finisher. He looks He's like so he's... relaxed. And I think he comfortably gets over 10 goals in the league if he stays fit. Oh, he, he looks like
0: he's really enjoying playing football. Like he just, It's like... We had some players for two years. Uh, but that's what I'm he's saying. Like it, the pressure of actually having to score goals is now gone. It's like, if I play well, I will influence this team and he's really enjoying it. He's really enjoying the hard work because you, 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 imagine, like you think about all the hard work he's had to put in just to come back. Now he gets to put it into a game of football and he looks like he's really, really enjoying it. Mm-hmm. And but he's, it's got, he's got the bonus of Dice has managed that
2: situation very well haven't you know like for all, for all our frustrations with it at stages he's no, managed it is. It perfectly from the player's perspective but also now having uh, Beto better there that pressure for him to be on the pitch and perform is obviously not as high so that that's just going to just free Calvert-Lewin up that little bit extra as well and you know he knows he can go to the manager if he's not quite feeling it or if he needs a day off I'm presuming he's got that type of relationship with the manager now where he trusts him and that he'll just go from strength to strength if we can, if we can keep him. In you that just place.
0: hope that whatever the issue was, they found the issue and they've sorted it. You're still, obviously, going to, you, we're all going to be a little bit like, well, let's wait and see. But he does look number one. I don't think he looks. We talked about this the the day. He doesn't look as big as mm. muscular. No, I, I totally agree. He yeah. looks the right shape, mm. and hopefully they've sorted it because it it did feel like it was something. Because he was getting loads of different injuries, but it did feel like it was there was something behind it. So hopefully they found that something. Like what can happen to footballers that he's now free and he mentally knows he's free to get on with it. And not he's not. He doesn't look timid does
1: he? he doesn't he look doesn't look like yeah. He doesn't look injured.
0: like afraid that if he does something like he sprints or he. Does something trust himself? Body now, doesn't he? Because oh, so that hopefully that means he knows what it they know what it is and yeah. it, and it's not going to come back. I mean, fingers. I remember when Duncan was getting loads of injuries and Mick Rathbone sent him over to Holland to a specialist about his back, and he, he basically sorted it out with one operation because mm-hmm. they've got to the bottom of it. I don't know whether they have one up, but but it's great to see uh, another player is in good form. Obviously, the first goal scorer last night was James Tarkowski. Let's have a little, little look at his numbers. But goals one, clearance three, interceptions three key uh, passes one and is that four out of five jewels one and again last night I give him man of the match because the goal but just because he's got such a calm influence on the team looking after Branthwaite, he's really took the role of being captain I think it's took him to another level in terms of like he feels like Everton at his club now mm. he's got a manager who obviously believes him as well and it feels like he's really got you know, we often we love our captain, especially when the centre backs at Everton. It's a long, it's a long. Like you know, we thought like Michael Keane's like Anakin, isn't he? We thought he was the chosen one, but
1: he just
0: <laughs> cut his legs off in a lava pit instead. Um, but we thought he was going to be the next one, but the irony is, it took a few more years and it took another Burnley centre back to some of his in. replacements. At Burnley. Yeah, didn't. It did yeah. Well, no, he's a standby. Maybe setter. that's what we did. We bought him
1: <laughs> to <laughs> allow.
0: It's didn't happen, on a this, honestly. Honestly, Da Vinci Code stuff, this. Yeah. <laughs> we were playing 4D chess. Yeah, We took him to allow James Tarkowski to come in and take him for free. Like
1: that. But he is a standard setter. Go. Tarkowski it me. out. <laughs> he, he, he sets the standard just for his hard work and his commitment never shakes a challenge, mm. goes up for everyone. And, you know, he's a leader as yeah. well. And he's just a good, honest, consistent centre-back. And I think we've lacked that for a consistent while. Consistent
2: to wear, I think, yeah. that's yeah. what we've lacked in our... Whole defensive line for for, for mm. the last few years is that level of consistency, and that's that's coming now you've got, you know, they're going to have bad games, obviously. Of course, they will do. But in general, he's got a real set level of consistency yeah. when you don't need to worry about them, do you? Yeah. You he just, he's
0: just there. He looks he like he job. enjoys it as well. Yeah. He looks like he really enjoys um, the battle. Um, you know, we've had defenders in there who look. Honestly, they look like kids screaming for their mums in a playground in Leeds. Yeah, you know they've got that look up <laughs> on their face. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, what's Where Where's me mum? Um, but he looks like he looks like he looks like he really enjoys the battle and looks like I- I'm gonna lay one on someone here. And he looks like he enjoys being at Everton as well, doesn't he? Yeah. From from his career
2: pathway, Everton's the, obviously the biggest club he's been at, and and for him, it, it's it's the, and it, he wants. And to it's make all it come together so
0: because because coming and he's playing on the left and. It's all those things as well. Yeah. Playing in his preferred, he, last season when he came in and suddenly he's he's playing in a three and he's playing on the left hand side and he's like, what? And and then when Connor Cody come in, it settled down because there was the two of them. But he still, it still always felt like he, I don't know, like sometimes you'd always need. I've talked about this for years with centre backs. You always need an, an alpha. You always need the one who knows he's the leader. And even with Connor Cody, I thought there was times where He was a bit like. Is he the leader or yeah, am I the yeah, leader? Yeah. Yeah. Whereas now it's like, no, I am the leader, and I've got this kid next to me, who's, who's the business, and I'm going to help this kid. You know, and and that's so he's he's, it's going good for him as well. Mm-hmm. So that's that's another little thing, and he could end up being you know one of those ones that we all, again, it's we. I mean, we've got him, and he's like what thirty. So, but he doesn't look. He, yeah, I've got that consistency.
1: So hopefully there's a few more years of him. Well, he's nothing but a centre yeah, back nowadays, he, is it? He? He's got a good few years left, and I think that the thought this when we first signed him, but I think is one we'll look at as that was a good piece of business. That player yeah, the mm. right type of character. As well, good consistent level of player. Even if we improve as a club, improve our stand, and he's still good enough to get into yeah, this totally team. Agree. So yeah. he's not one that I'd need replace. And I think it's one of the smartest pieces yeah. of business we've done in a long time. Absolutely. Let's have a look at the uh, match stats. Fourteen shots to three, five on target,
0: only one from them. Was the one where that like literally floated into Pickford's arms? No, the one was
2: passes <laughs> and got caught the wrong side, didn't he? And right at the end, then he oh. smashed it straight to Pickford. Yeah, Pickford's yeah, yeah. I don't even
0: think that was on target. Um, Four big chances to zero. Thirty-eight percent possession to sixty-two. And uh, yeah, have I mean, you just put that on the screen? He took it off. Oh, I, you just leave it on. Till I Stop talking, Ned. Come on, come on. <laughs> I'm still talking. there, put it back on. Thank you. Um, <laughs> 38% possession to 62, 37 is our sweet spot. But I always like, always think you can have two either side. So uh, we'll have an extra percent in a couple. Yeah, of that's what I'm saying. You know, <laughs> it's a little extra percent. So no, but good performance, good performance, good win to next round of yourself. We're playing Fulham in the next round, Christmas week. Mm. So listen, no point talking about that because that's in six weeks' time and. I was saying, you know. can change now. But when we got Doncaster and then we got Villa, and everyone was like, oh my God, we've just been battered by Villa. And then things can change dramatically within that time. Yeah. Who knows where they'll be? Who knows, you know, which of the uh, places in the top six we've got by them? But um <laughs> you, know, <laughs> you know, um yeah. My only the only thing I was annoyed about was I realised that Awobi wasn't cup tied. I was thinking Not that I'm worried, I was just thinking, I hope you all cup tied. No, I don't have to play. he's me, probably got he? a ra- he's probably got a gig that night anyway, he's the secret rapper, hasn't he? So him and him now that you go up and oh, no. <laughs> uh, oh, no. <laughs> that's singing diamond lights. <laughs> they, could do, they could do a reworking of diamond lights, <laughs> couldn't he, <they>, them too? <laughs> listen, fair play to you. Whatever you want to do. Whatever you wanna do. I'm not not that arst. Uh, there you go. We're gonna continue over on Toffee T V Premier. Where we're currently live. Right now we're live. So uh yeah. real? <laughs> yeah. It's <Jack laughs> live, pal. A hologram. Um <laughs> big one. <laughs> I don't think it really matters. It's just light. It's just light. Just light. Yeah. There you go, right. We are continuing on Tafy TV Premiere. Make sure you check that out if you want daily live videos. It's really good. It's really good. Tab we met Mike. So it's not that good. But it's <laughs> Mike is a Toffee TV Premier <laughs> member. So, uh, yeah, check that out. The link's coming up in the description. The QR code's coming up if you're Toppy your TV Premium member. But give us some questions, so well, Thanks for watching. See you later.